0: Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram Iconic Dollcast. All right, here we go. Episode one the iconic doll cast. Guys, my name is Sage. Thank you so much for tuning in for my first ever podcast episode. Most of you may know me as Britney Spears Custom Dolls on Instagram. That is my little side business. I specialize like I said in the intro in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll and I've been running my account for about five years now I think we're coming up on five years and it has been just like the coolest journey everything is self-taught so I mean if you haven't checked it out yet please go check out my Instagram Britney Spears custom dolls basically one day I think it was winter break maybe Yeah, I was definitely on a winter break schedule, and I had some time off, and I was cleaning out my storage closet, and I found one of my very old Britney Spears dolls that I had from when I was a kid. I had several of these growing up, but I I just happened to find one that was, she was in pretty rough condition, so I just, I don't know what happened, I was bored, and I decided to put together her own outfit (laughs) I I believe it was a costume that she wore during piece of me her Vegas show and I put this together and I was like yeah that's pretty cool I mean in hindsight was it good no (laughs) it no looking back on it is so cringy but I did this and I had a lot of fun doing it so I decided to look into the customizing of dolls and one thing led to another and I made a few more and my friend was like you know what you should start an Instagram account and show these to people and I was like what why and she was like because I think people would be super into this you're super into Britney. you're super into dolls you should make an Instagram and show off your work and I was like all right and so I I put together an Instagram account and I put up a couple photos and it just kind of blew up and you know I think a couple months in I started doing custom orders and basically what I do is I get (laughs) a bunch of Britney Spears dolls from the original line and I make them over. So the only part of the original doll that I use is actually the head. So with my designs, they get a costume design, which I do by hand. I use mostly recycled materials from thrift stores. Occasionally, I have to go to the fabric store, you know, I have to get rhinestones and all that stuff. And then I also give them brand new hair. And this is a process called rerouting. And that is literally where you pull out all the original hair plugs and then replug them with brand new hair. I use a really special nylon hair that is fully heat treatable so her hair can be styled in any way. And it just kind of brings the doll back to life again. And it's so much fun. It takes a lot of my time, but I enjoy doing it. And if you guys ever want to order a custom Britney Spears doll, please reach out to me. I would love to make one for you. I love doing the iconic looks, but I also love doing brand new designs that I've never done before. That's always really fun for me. Keeps my creative juices flowing and I love it. I love Britney Spears. She is my number one. This podcast is not only going to be about the Britney Spears doll, but I'm willing to guess that I'll mention it in every single episode. But I've always loved Britney and I've always collected dolls. I got my first doll when I was, I think, two. It was an Ariel doll from The Little Mermaid. Duh. And ever since then, I've been collecting. And so I have tons of them. And I think my passion for dolls is what got me into the whole customizing thing. And now I'm putting together a podcast because I always want to talk about dolls that I love. And, you know, with Britney Spears Custom Dolls and Instagram, I found this amazing community. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and make a podcast and just talk about the dolls that I really love. And here we are. On this podcast, I really hope to inform, educate, and, you know, put a smile on people's faces. We're talking about dolls. Hopefully they were dolls you grew up with and loved. And how I'm going to do this is I picked my five favorite doll lines. And so... Every 2 weeks I'm going to have a new topic and this week yeah, I'll just let you I'll just fill you in. <laughs> We're talking about the Britney Spears doll. Each doll line is going to have a designated just kind of history based episode where I just go through facts and the background of the dolls and then on the next episode I'll be talking with a guest who I feel was a really big stan. You know what guys? I got to talk to a lot of cool people. So, every 2 weeks we get a new doll line and I'm going to do 10 episodes total. You know we'll see where this goes. I have been putting this idea together for so long and finally I was able to sit down and start outlining and researching and putting it all together and it's just I've had a blast. That's what we're doing here. I thank you again for being here and I hope you guys enjoy this. Today we're going to talk about the most iconic doll line in my opinion of all time and that is the Britney Spears doll. So I said it earlier, I'm obsessed with Britney. I always have been, and I had a ton of her dolls while I was growing up. And as an adult, I began seriously collecting them, and it's been an amazing adventure trying to track all of these dolls down. You guys, there was like... Between 30 and 40 different Britney Spears dolls released during its run from 1999 to 2001. That's a lot of dolls for one person. So when I tell you this was a mass produced doll line, I'm I'm not joking. So many outfits to choose from. So many dolls. It's an incredibly well put together design. The doll was produced by a company called Play Along Toys in 1999. Play Along was a Florida based toy company owned by Jack Specific and the founders are Charlie MB. Jay Foreman and Larry Geller they started this toy company and immediately their first licensing deal went to Britney Spears and that's because these guys previously had success with the Spice Girl dolls which we're going to talk about this season on the Iconic Dollcast I can't wait they had had a lot of success with the Spice Girls and that was with a company called Galoobs particularly Jay Foreman I know that he and his pals <laughs> decided to put together their own toy company and instantly got Britney Spears because this is when Britney Spears first came out. Baby One More Time had come out and just blown up. The album was number one. The single was number one. She was on tour. Britney was everywhere and basically became an overnight sensation. And so the designers start their own toy company and get Britney on board and they start creating a doll to look like Britney Spears. And they knew it was going to be huge, just like the Spice Girls doll line. During my research with all of the doll lines that I was getting into, I found that all of them had some sort of beef with Barbie, or all of them had a goal to basically one-up Barbie. With the Britney Spears doll, the toy makers basically wanted to put something out that was similar to American Girl, like the goal was to be the number one doll, right? And, you know, beating Barbie is not an easy task, and we will get into that, but... Their, their idea was, okay, we're going to put out a brand new doll and market to an older preteen audience rather than, you know, the regular Barbie demographic. In a 1999 interview, Charlie Emby said, Barbie sells to girls. Britney is the next level. Girls won't play with her like Barbie. They will display her. And they they were absolutely correct when I got my first Britney doll. I mean, I hmm, I brought her a lot of places with me, but I don't remember really playing with her It was more of just like I had her, like even when we went on vacation and I was like staying in hotels when I was a kid, I'd bring my Britney doll or my American Girl doll or really any doll, but Britney specifically, I'd bring her and like put her out on a shelf even if I was just at a hotel, I'm super weird. But anyway, the creators are right. The first set of Britney dolls were released on October 15th, 1999 and sold over 800,000 units. To this day, Britney Spears is the second best-selling celebrity doll line of all time, and she is just behind the Spice Girls, who obviously rank number one. To this day, the Britney Spears doll line has sold over 5 million units. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so the first set of dolls that got released in October 99 were the Baby One More Time School outfit, there was the Sometimes outfit, the white one, and two You Drive Me Crazy dolls. There was the Waitress costume, which I always thought was really random, (laughs) and there was also the You Drive Me Crazy outfit with The green top. Those were the first set of dolls that got released and they immediately sold out of stores. It was not easy to get a Britney doll when they first came out. I remember when I found out that the Britney doll was coming out and obviously I just freaked out. And it took me and my grandma a good maybe like two or three weeks to find one. But when I finally got her, it was the best day ever. I was so obsessed with her. She's so pretty. And just at the time, I really think Barbie was kind of I wouldn't say like leaving my life, obviously, but I would say I was a little bit less interested in Barbie at the time and overall collecting dolls. but when I found out that Brittany was coming out with a doll i I had to have it, so I got her and then got a few more and then a few more, and you know really started collecting them but I had no discipline. I opened these dolls and I played with them. I took them out of the box. And a lot of people don't do that. As an adult, I have, you know, continued collecting them, obviously. And I've been a lot better about keeping the dolls in their box. But for me, my favorite thing about getting a doll is opening her, you know. And it's something that I, like, just can't ever get over. I have a really hard time keeping my dolls in their boxes. But I've done pretty good with my Britney collection. When doing my research, and I had actually heard this before a really long time ago, but when I was re-researching the Britney Spears doll, I came across an article that explained about the, you know, the development process of the doll. And Britney has actually been quoted saying that she hated the first prototype that they showed her. She said it looked like a bulldog chewing a wasp, which (laughs) that is quite a description But she she didn't like it, so the head sculptors went back and they put together a brand new mold, and she was way more satisfied with it on the second try. (laughs) She said it was beautiful, and she was really excited about it, and she couldn't wait to show her mom and her sister. So that's pretty cool. There's a lot of speculation around, you know, how actually involved Britney Spears has been in with her career and her success, but. This is really special to me because not only does it show that she really cared about a product that was being released with her likeness on it, but it also connected with me a lot because obviously I loved Britney and I love dolls. So to get this was one of the coolest things for me. And I'm really glad that she did, you know, have objections and she wanted to get her doll just right. And I really respect that. I think Britney is way more involved with her career and her merchandise maybe not so much in the last few years but I really think especially in the beginning I think Britney was getting to make a lot of choices and give a lot of input onto what she wanted to do and what she wanted to make and what products she wanted to be released and it's really cool that you know she came out with a doll and it's also really cool that it's a doll that she approved and she liked and she stood up for it because she wanted it to be great. And yeah, that was my, you know, I think when I do this podcast, I'll probably go off on a lot of tangents like that. And I, I guess that's kind of the idea of podcasts. I have a very brief outline of what I want to discuss and I'm just, I'm just literally talking. (laughs) So it's kind of awkward, but I guess that's just kind of what it's all about. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so by December 1999, the first set of dolls completely sold out in the United States, like I was saying, and then they were also released in the United Kingdom where they were really successful and ended up selling 60,000 units. In 1999, a limited edition 17-inch porcelain doll was released of Brittany wearing her iconic schoolgirl uniform from the Baby One More Time video. And Britney actually did do an interview in 1999 with Rosie O'Donnell. It's super cute. You should look it up. And she talks about this doll. She says it's her favorite out of all of them. And then she also says, which just was more confirmation of why I think she's the best, that she also collects dolls and... If you know about Brittany, this is a true fact. She mentions it many times throughout her career. She also collects dolls. And apparently the porcelain doll, which, by the way, is just absolutely stunning. I totally see why she would love that one the most. It's also just really cool to hear that she collects dolls and she seemed to be really into this project. After the first set of dolls were released, Play Along followed up the release with several different collections that included music video, tour, and commercial style dolls and costumes that Britney had made at the time. Several of these dolls have become high value collector's items, specifically the Slavery music video outfit, um, the Elvis live from Las Vegas doll, and the Oops, I Did It Again purple jumpsuit. Those ones are super rare. And, you know, some of these dolls can go for like $700 on eBay. It's crazy. Play Along also released several variations of multiple previously released dolls with updated head molds and accessories. So they were selling like crazy. And so production of these dolls really picked up and they were making a ton of them i think we'll get into it a little bit more but just in case so obviously britney while these dolls are coming out they're selling crazy but britney's career is also going just at an insanely fast pace and by the time they ended this doll line i really think it's because britney was maturing and her audience was growing up and just from what i can gather this doll line had kind of overproduced the doll a little bit by the end and so they just started throwing things together And so like when I say that, I mean like they would put dolls in different boxes. They would switch up the heads. You could probably find like four or five different versions of the Oops I Did It Again red catsuit doll. Some collectors get really into getting all these variations, so they will have five or six of the same doll, but they all have subtle changes because like I said, at the end of this, you know, doll lines run, they had a lot left over. So people will have hundreds of these, and it's something that we'll talk about in the Spice Girl episode too, like For people who are really serious about getting them all and collecting one of each, it's, I mean, it's kind of like a lifelong journey and you might not ever have a complete collection. And that's because these dolls were mass produced and there's just so many things they put together that you could be collecting forever. Aside from the variations, it's really hard to say how many different dolls were released. Like if we're just talking about, you know, one version of each doll. But I'd say there was like 30 to 40 Britney dolls released. And that's, like I said, not counting variations or head mold swaps or accessory swaps or anything like that. That's a lot. As a collector, I've been lucky to find most of the released dolls. I don't have them all, but I have been able to track down quite a few of them. The first one I got was the iconic schoolgirl uniform from Baby. Just a, I guess, fun, interesting story, hopefully. Um, After I had gotten the Baby One More Time doll, my family and I, we went on a trip to Norway. That's where my grandma's from. And you'll hear me talk about my grandma a lot. She's great. She's still doing well. No worries. (laughs) Um, But... We went on a trip to Norway, and I brought my Brittany doll with me. I remember having her on the plane with me, all that. It's a very long flight. I had to keep myself occupied. <laughs> and... When we were in Norway, we were out shopping and we had happened to pass a toy store and I wanted to go in, obviously. And when we were in there, we found the Born to Make You Happy doll, which I mean, a lot of people know that song, but it wasn't real. Its music video was never released in the United States. I, I don't think I even saw it until The Greatest Hits, My Prerogative DVD came out, maybe a little bit before, but it wasn't released over here and the song wasn't a single. So I saw this and I was like, oh, my God, I had never seen that one in the States. So I I think I later found out that it was released in the States and I just, you know, hadn't happened to run into it. But I was like, oh, this is so exclusive. That's because this song is the music video is only over here. And my grandma was like, well, I guess we have to get it. (laughs) So we did. And, you know, I came back to the United States with my baby one more time, Brittany, and my brand new Born to Make You Happy doll. But that just kind of shows you just, you know, I mean, I was in a different country and these dolls were there. I'll never forget my grandma just being like, I can't believe they have this here. But like, obviously, it's because these dolls were so successful. And Britney Spears is not just popular in America. She is a worldwide superstar, which is difficult to get. Not everyone has that. Just saying. (laughs) anyway so in addition to the play along britney doll line there was also dolls produced by yaboom in 2000 and that was just in time for the holidays the difference with these dolls were that they sang and later play along would come out with a really beautiful set of singing dolls of britney but these came out first and they were by yaboom which is i think a different company but there is not a whole lot of information about that so i'm a little confused hopefully my guest will be able to kind of clear this up for me but anyway so those came out the new set of singing dolls from ya boom and they were cool because they sang and they also came with like little singing cartridges so they were like little mini cds that if you wanted to it would play the entire single so i think the baby one more time doll came out with the baby one more time just it's like a mini cd player i you don't see the cd but it'll play you the whole song which is super cool Along with those, a company called Toymax also released like little mini singing cartridges. So you could get more than just the one song that came with the doll you bought. And they also released a couple like solo fashion packs. So if you already had a Britney doll, you didn't have to buy a whole nother doll just to get her a new outfit, which is something I think the Spice Girls toy line did as well. Um, But just a good marketing move, you know, some people don't want to just keep buying the same doll over and over again. And so this option gave kids a chance to just get an outfit to go with the doll that they already had toy max the company i just talked about uh they went on to release other successful doll lines they had also done the spice girls which there there's so many connections with the spice girl dolls um and the britney spears doll it's crazy but toy max released dolls of elton john bewitched and tlc and i'm pretty sure christina aguilera and so back to play along that the original doll no pun line um After their massive success with the Britney doll, they went on to also release a few celebrity doll lines, including Aaron Carter, 18s, Dream, Mandy Moore, Serena Williams, and they did, you know, the Hannah Montana dolls and other assorted Disney Channel stars like the Cheetah Girls. Oh, and you know what? In 2008, they also did a Taylor Swift doll, which is probably the most unattractive celebrity doll that I've ever seen. No offense, Taylor. Sorry. It's crazy because I, I mean, I'll talk about how much I love the Britney Spears doll face mold. I think it's absolutely perfect. Taylor Swift, uh, not so much. One of my favorite things about the Britney doll is that they actually changed the face mold quite a few times. At the end of 2001, they released their final three dolls, and they were connected with Britney's Pepsi endorsement. So these dolls came in some of the costumes that she wore in her Pepsi commercials, but the face is pretty drastically different than the others. They thinned out her nose, and they changed the shape of the eyes. Personally, I think this doll looks the most like Britney Spears, but the problem I found with them is that I don't know if because the dolls weren't selling as much that they didn't do a whole bunch of quality check. I don't know if they were just being stingy on paints because some of them are painted really badly, unfortunately. Some of them have borderline orange eyebrows and hardly any eye makeup, but if you find one that has good paint, she's actually really stunning, and I love using this one on custom designs, especially if it's a custom design from later in her career. I think it looks just like her. So the Pepsi doll, if it's a good one, is my absolute favorite. I think they all really look like Britney Spears, but I do think their final attempt was their best. Unfortunately, the Pepsi dolls were the last line to be released for the Britney doll. I did read that they were planning on doing another set from her Dream Within a Dream tour, which was going on at that time, but it never happened. And I am i don't know if that's because the costumes were too intricate and detailed that they weren't able to pull it off. I mean, I love making those designs. Dream Within a Dream tour has excellent costumes, but I also think they might not have done it because one, I'm not sure that the Pepsi dolls sold that well. And two, overall, I don't think the dolls were flying off the shelves like they were in the beginning. So that never happened. And that sucks because I really think it would have been cool to see how Play Along pulled those costumes off just, you know, with the amount of detailing that they had. And that's kind of where the Britney doll line ends. It kind of seemed a little bit abrupt, but... As we said earlier, Britney's career was flying fast. She was, I mean, putting out albums every year at this point. She was touring every year and maturing, ultimately. And I just, you know, when sales dip on things, I think it's easy to give up on them, especially for big corporations like a big toy line. So I totally understand why they ended where they did. Do I think they could have done another set with the tour dolls? Absolutely but I think they ended at the right time. And, I mean, after selling five million dolls, you know, to me that looks like a success, and the timing seemed, you know, abrupt but right. If you guys get a chance, after you listen to this episode, please go on Google and search the Britney Spears doll. You will see just, you know, how many different ones they had. And you'll also see just kind of how many random outfits they had. Like, there's one from her Crossroads premiere. That one, I think, personally, is my least favorite of the whole line. I think it's the only design in the doll line that just... Didn't translate well into dolls, but you'll see that there's a lot of random ones, especially from her Oops tour. There is also, like, little mini dolls, so you could get a big version of the doll and also a mini one. And the mini dolls had like convertible cars. She had this big like tour bus. There was a ton of merch that went along with these dolls. And so if you guys get a chance, I highly suggest you check it out because it's really fascinating to see actually how many different types of merchandise that went along with the dolls. It's really hard for me to pick a favorite. (laughs) I mean, out of 30 to 40 different costumes and dolls and face molds and all that, it's really... Not easy for me to just, you know, think of which one I like the most. There's several that I like the most. I love the Elvis jumpsuit. I love the purple jumpsuit from the Oops, I Did It Again tour. I really love the random ones. There's some from Crossroads the Movie. There are you know, the Pepsi dolls, of course. I just love that Play Along was able to not only make iconic outfits for people who just loved Britney, but also make outfits that only her diehard fans would recognize. I think that's really cool, especially from like the Baby Tour and the Oops Tour. It's hard to pick a favorite, but I, I love those ones. I love the random ones. And then, like I said, some of the most iconic ones as well. I also want to say that the accuracy of these dolls is pretty good. Is it the quality that you might get from a custom doll? No, but Playalong did a really good job of making these dolls not only accurate, but also really playable and durable. They last. They are great quality. All the dolls come with various little accessories like microphones and mini CDs or mini boom boxes. It's really cool. And then in 2020, a company called Loot Crate <laughs> announced that they were going to put out a special limited edition Britney Spears fashion doll. And I was so excited for this. Obviously, it had been forever since a Britney doll had been on the shelves. I think back when the Britney doll was out, we didn't have all the technology that we had today. So those head molds are hand sculpted and They did an absolutely beautiful job, but I was just so excited to see what in the year 2020 they could do because, I mean, I already think the Britney doll looks just like her, but I couldn't even imagine what they could do with it now. And so I ordered three of them because I thought, hey, you know, this might be something I want to look into for future custom dolls. So I pre-ordered the dolls, and several weeks went by, and then months, and then like a year and a half or something later, a picture leaked of this brand new fashion doll that was going to be the Baby One More Time school outfit, and to say I was disappointed is an understatement. It didn't look cute. She looked rushed. She looked cheap. I was just jaw on the floor that in the year 2020, the original Britney Spears doll looked better than this one. But I was like, you know what? This is a prototype. Maybe things will get better. I, You know, it was also a leak. So who knows what they've done since someone got a hold of this picture. So I was like, all right, I'll just keep waiting. But Loot Crate just kept postponing the release of this doll. Like I said, we were like a year and a half in before we even saw a picture of it. My mistake for ordering something that (laughs) I didn't see beforehand, which is weird, I... Have never seen a product like that get promoted and been able to pre-order without an image of it. Then Loot Crate released the pictures and it looked the same, so that's disappointing. But then more time just keeps going by. They keep postponing this doll. And I find out on social media that they've actually canceled this doll. And mind you, this is like two years now. We're at like two years after I've pre-ordered this. They've canceled it, and they're going to send anyone who bought them just leftover stuff from their Britney merchandise line, which was just a bunch of cheap crap, to be honest. Like, that's my opinion. They were like... Some sweatshirts, wine glasses, and fluffy pencils. Just stuff that I did not care about. So I decided to email Loot Crate and see what the hell the deal is. Getting a response from Loot Crate is nearly impossible. It's always automated, and it's always something that's like, sorry, we're really delayed, we're full with messages, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. But (laughs) they never do. Finally, I got a response from someone and it was just the generic response that everyone had gotten. Like, this doll has been canceled. We're so sorry. We're going to send you some stuff from our Britney Spears crates to make up for it. And I was like, hell no. I don't want your leftover shit. I gave you money for a doll and you are not fulfilling that order. So give me my money back. And to this date, I have not received any kind of refund that I know of. I've emailed them six or seven times trying to get info on this. They never respond. And it's overall just a really sketchy company. And I'm saying this, this is my point of view. This is what has happened to me. I've seen other people talking about it online. I mean, I understand things happen and products can't get released, but don't offer me to send some stupid shit that you weren't able to sell because it's tacky. Like, no, I want I want my money back. I think it's really important to mention that while this Loot Crate deal was made and announced, you know, Brittany still was in her very controversial conservatorship. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm so glad she is out of that. She's been through so much, I can't even imagine. But it's easy to assume that several of these delays were due to the conservatorship ending. And, you know... Her business manager leaving, I will not mention her business manager's name. I think she is a piece of shit. (laughs) I'm glad she is, you know, not involved with Britney anymore. I hope that she is held accountable for her actions. You guys can look that up online to get more information if you don't know. But, you know, it's a very big possibility that the cancellation, the delays, and just the lack of transparency is because of all of this but that's really not my problem and I you know things happen but at the end of the day Loot Crate is taking people's money for a product that they aren't even releasing and I think it's their responsibility to refund those purchases I don't know if money is held up I don't know I don't know what the deal is but what I do know is that that's not my problem The problem is that I purchased an item that is never going to come to me And I feel like I'm entitled to get my money back if I'm not going to get that product. So I have no idea if that's conservatorship related, but at the end of the day, that's really not the point. The point is, is that I paid money for something that I'm never going to get and Loot Crate should refund me and others for that. I do hope that one day we get a re-release of a Britney fashion doll, especially now. And I hope that it's something she approves of and is involved with because we know Britney likes dolls. I just hope that if a doll ever is discussed with her and released that, you know, she has a part in it, just like she did with the first one. Aside from dolls, Funko released a line of Britney Pops, and they're super cute. She's got like six of them, and I have never seen another celebrity with as many Funko Pops as Britney does. I have a ton of Funko Pops, and I guess it's rumored that a blackout one is coming. I'm sure we'll know by the time this podcast comes out, but that's really cool. Obviously, the toy industry is a very successful branch of merchandise for her, and I love that. I think it's really cool that we can go almost anywhere and find something with Britney Spears on it, even in 2022. It also just kind of shows you how iconic Britney Spears is. She doesn't even have to work, (laughs) and people are still talking about her. People are still buying her merchandise. She's a very successful queen of pop, and she really deserves all the respect in, you know, the pop music industry. I think she has really made a name for herself and kept that legacy going. That's why we're doing this episode. She is iconic and her doll is also iconic. It's just, it's pretty cool. And I have had an absolute blast learning all about it. All right, guys, so that was episode one, the Britney Spears doll part one. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this. I had so much fun just reliving so many childhood memories and getting to learn some stuff that I didn't know before. This doll line was incredibly successful. Five million dolls were sold. That is a shit ton. (laughs) And I'm just so glad we got to have these. Celebrity dolls don't always turn out so great, we mentioned this, but the Britney Spears doll, in my opinion, is just a stunning piece of merchandise. So many people I knew had these growing up, so many people still collect them to this day, including myself, and it's really cool that this doll has stood the test of time and is just still so incredibly iconic. Next time on the Iconic Dollcast, I'm going to be talking with Peter Danzig. Peter is a psychotherapist, a Britney doll collector, and also an author of the book Don't Toy With Me, which is scheduled for release in 2023. Peter studies geek culture and has a lot of cool knowledge on the Britney dolls, toy collecting, and so much more. So stay tuned for that. I can't wait. And then we'll also have some future episodes coming out about the Spice Girls, Bratz dolls, Barbie, and even American Girl. So tune in for that. I can't wait. Until then, please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, or at Iconic Dollcast. Follow me on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, or Twitter, B Spears Dolls, and we will catch you guys next time.